Or it was the only medium you needed. I'll tell you, yeah. I'll tell you what. People don't appreciate how important the merchandising is that you guys do. What's your logo? We're live right here. How beautiful is this? And what a time we've had already at the French Lick Resort. We spent yesterday at the Pete Dye course, had an absolute ball. Most of the group played 36 holes. We got through 27, and it was awesome as it always is. It's such a special place, such a cool place. And today we're shifting our sights to the Donald Ross course. Uh, and these shots that you're watching on your television screen right now just show you some of the grandeur of this property and how cool it is, how unique it is in so many different ways. That is part of the Donald Ross course. And it is one of my favorite Donald Ross golf courses in all the world. It's definitely top 10, probably top five. I'd put it up there with courses like, for example, Wanamoiset up in uh, uh, East Rumford, Rhode Island, outside of Providence. The way this has been restored, I would say lovingly restored, in the manner of Donald Ross, reveals the beauty and how ingenious he is at his architecture. And, and I'll give you just some simple examples. When, when he was dealing with the topography of the land, the land that he originally uh, traversed on horseback, and, and you're looking at a high point and a low point, he put the green on the high point. And it, what that does, obviously, is add to the length of the hole. So in a relatively compact area, as was the order of the day, you can see it on that shot on your screen there from the drone, uh, he, he was able to build a golf course that is challenging and fun and beautiful and classic and all these things put together. Good day, one and all. Absolute delight to have your company, Matt Adams, here with you. Dom is on the grounds. He's inside the building. We're inside the clubhouse here at the Donald Ross uh, course. He is fronting the bar that comes from the, the, the railways out uh, in Chicago from back in the day. Dom, if you can, pop on camera for a second with us. So I want to see if that big, beautiful bar behind you can. Oh, yeah, Hello. there it is. Yes. yes. Look, wait, that's the wrong side. I'm like Wheel of Fortune over here. Ah. Yeah, you, you, you wouldn't be a weatherman. <laughs> but it's, it's actually, there's an arrow in the bar where. There is. I took a picture of it and I gave it to Andrew. Andrew, if you want to put it on the screen, look at that's this. That's the arrow right there. Don't sit on the left side of the arrow or Al Capone will shoot you. That's the word. They said Al Capone carved that in the bar himself, but I don't think he did. I think he had one of his henchmen do it. <laughs> Vinny. Mac the Knife did it. So anyway, that's right behind Dominic. That's, that's that bar. Yeah. That doesn't Maybe. serve alcohol uh, for another five the arrow, minutes. For the record, of, the arrow goes that way. And the arrow is right about there. Everybody knows that. Hey, Dom, how did you like the, uh, the Pete Dye course yesterday? Did you have fun? Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely spectacular. I mean, I, I, the, the, the vistas and the views, I mean, some of the caddies were telling us that uh, when the conditions are right, you can see 30, 40 miles away. More than that. Because we, you're up we, so we high. It's uh, unbelievable. We were looking at a water tower that was 42 miles away yesterday. That's it's incredible. It was just beautiful. And I played I played really, really bad in the morning. And then I played really, really good in the afternoon. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. It seems to fit Dom. Dom shot in the seventies in the afternoon and rightfully so was was telling the world about it because it's a type place where you want to tell the world about where you are and how special it is. And that is exactly what's going on. Here today we will be playing that's the Pete Dye course that you're looking at on your TV right now. Uh, and those I say this all the time because it, it has to be underscored. Those are, that's not water you're looking at. Those are clouds. 
So if it looks like this is a golf course uh, in heaven, it's it's appropriate. And this was video of Pete Dye reenacting, drawing out the golf course on a napkin. And that's the that hotel lobby you just saw. That's where we are. That's Donald Walsh. So it's a hotel lobby you saw a second ago. That's the West Baden. That's where we're staying. All right. So some news came out in the news cycle of the last 24 hours about Live Golf Investments. You remember that their first event is scheduled to be held in London uh, in early June. This is from Bob Herrig, and he writes, 15 players in the world top 100 have registered for the first Live Golf tournament. Phil Mickelson and more than 70 other yet unnamed players have registered for Live Golf's opening event in London in June, which will have a field of 48 players. Uh, And he writes, with Monday being the last day PGA Tour players can ask for a release to play in the first Live Golf International Series event outside of London in June, the upstart organization run by Gwen has more than 70 players who have registered for the initial tournament. Included among those players are 15 who were ranked amongst the top 100 in the world, a Live Golf spokesman told SI.com slash Morning Read. Due to player confidentiality agreements, the names of the players are not being released, but Phil Mickelson's agent, Steve Loy, released a statement on Monday afternoon stating that the six-time major winner had asked for a release. While it is not the hall of top-ranked players Norman and his Live Golf Investments organization originally envisioned when attempting to put together a league that would have a 14-tournament schedule. It appears to be expected as the organization pivoted in the wake of controversial comments attributed to Mickelson in February. Live Golf announced its eight-tournament schedule on the 16th of March and has been accepting tournament applications over the last month. Mickelson, who won the PGA Championship last year for his sixth major title, has not played since February and was severely criticized for his association with the league and harsh comments about the PGA Tour. Several players who were believed to be close to signing deals with Live Golf backed off as a result. Norman was named in October as CEO of Live Golf Investments and commissioner of the new league, which was forced to alter plans with the league concept being scrapped for two years in simply a series of events to be staged in which players are free to participate as often or as little as they wish. This year's schedule begins June 9 through 11 at the Centurion Club outside of London the week prior to the U.S. Open and the same week as the PGA Tours RBC Canadian Open. PGA Tour players are required to seek a release, essentially permission, uh, to compete in any conflicting events, DP World, formerly European Tour, players must also seek releases and players are expected to get answers 30 days prior to the event. Because the event is overseas and the tournament is not at this point in part tour. of a new tour, players could expect to receive the release they desire from the PGA Tour. It is quite likely that there will be past major champions amongst the group competing as well as multiple former PGA Tour winners. Live Golf expects to have to turn down applicants as the field is capped at 48 players. What is unclear is what will happen in July when Live Golf plays its first domestic event, which will be outside of Portland, Oregon. The PGA Tour, per policy, does not grant releases for domestic tournaments. That event is being played opposite the John Deere Classic. The big lure, of course, is the prize money being offered. The 54-hole events have no cut and will employ a shotgun start for the first two rounds. The first seven events will have a $25 million purse with $20 million for the individual portion. $4 million will go to the winner with approximately $120,000 being paid for finishing last. The top teams play for an extra $5 million. The players are also expected to receive appearance fees. Live Golf 
was set to announce Monday that its season opening or season ending event, pardon, will be played at Trump National Doral in Miami, October 28th through 30th. Uh, that event has a $50 million purse and will strictly have a team format with details of the teams to be determined in a format still to be released. But there will be 12 four-man teams with the winning squad splitting $16 million and $1 million going to the last place team. The Live Golf Internet Invitational Series will have several exemption criteria to determine the field, which includes players from the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, the Asian Tour, the Australasian Tour, the Sunshine Tour, and the Japan Tour. There is an exemption category for the top three players from the Asian Tour International Series and the top two from the International Series London event. From there, the top 22 available players uh, off the official World Golf Ranking as well will be invited to the field. Live Golf Invitational Series is part of Live Golf Investments, which says its mission is to, quote, make strategic investments in golf to enhance the global ecosystem and unlock sports untapped worldwide potential, end quote. The Public Investment Fund, an autonomous wealth fund administered by the government of Saudi Arabia, is the main shareholder. Uh, you can find that at si.com by Bob Herrig and his article to bring us up to speed on exactly what is going on with Live Golf Investments. What I think is interesting as we move down the road with this new upstart league is the way that people are starting to react because ultimately I think the fans are critically important. The question is why. Uh, Greg Norman is doing multiple media interviews and the reason he's doing those media interviews is to get his version of the facts out there because there's plenty of people on the media side that are also creating their version of the facts. So he's looking to balance that. Uh, their message is to grow the game. Their message is that the game of golf can be used globally to attract people from other regions that may not have opportunities to play as much as they do say in North America or in Europe. However, I think from a fan's perspective, which brings us back to the question of why, it's important because of what it attracts from television because television brings in the big money and the big money helps to underwrite regardless of what they're getting from Saudi Arabia. Uh, if the people are interested in watching, then it will be a success. The question is for all of you at home, are you interested in watching? We know why the players are, are being lured into it. And I realize that many are trying to define it along moral grounds whether you will participate or not, which, which is it, in some ways it overlooks the, a bit of a hypocrisy that there are events, for example, right up until last year, there was an event in Russia. Uh, there are events currently in China, just to give you an example, with, with countries that also have uh, horrend, horrendous uh, human rights and, and, and other um, violations. Uh, so the question is, where do you draw the line? As a fan, where do you draw the line? Do you know what companies are invested in or what the backing is of every one of your favorite teams? Uh, does it matter to you what players play for? Or is the money in sport kind of monopoly money to, to everyone else around the world? Uh, these are all big questions that are swirling around all of this. Will you watch it because of the competition or will you not watch it on, more, on a moral basis? Do you make your decisions as to how you consume your sport based upon morality? We're at a crossroads in golf that we've never been at before. There's never been someone to challenge the major leagues in the world of golf that is so well financed. They can stay in this game as long as they want to. The question then is not about what they are going to do because it's clear part of their agenda is to say, if you're a 
I'm not even going to call you a run-of-the-mill PGA Tour player because there are no run-of-the-mill PGA Tour players. If you've ascended to the highest league in all the world, then there's nothing about you that's run-of-the-mill. But if I'll, say, I'll put it this way. If you're mid-tier and you watch someone that you know that you can beat win a $4 million first-place prize, is that enough incentive? What's your incentive when you're sitting at home? More of the Fairways of Life show when we come back. And when we come back, we're going to talk about this very special place, this Donald Ross course at French Lick, which is well worth the effort to get here and to play here, even if you never played the Pete Dye course, with all due respect. That's how much I love this place. And when we come back, speaking about history, we'll be joined by someone who owns a significant piece of history from here. At Ben Hogan Golf, we do things differently. We handcraft our clubs to your specifications, and we only sell online so you don't pay retail markup. We make exceptional golf clubs and deliver them directly to your door. Now that's different. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Bally Bunyan, or Tralee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. Hey, Bryson. What up? I was just going through Bridgestone's new online ball fitting. Pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, very cool. I just got fit to that new Tour BXS I've been playing. Nice. I got fit to the Tour BX. It's a little faster. Hold on. Here's Fred. Hey, guys. Am I doing this right? You've never looked better, Freddy. (laughs) Find your fit at BridgestoneGolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing. Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of back swing, 50.3 inches. The Wiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Hey, I'm Matt Adams with the Fairways of Life show. Well, it was originally known as the Hills Course. It was designed by Donald James Ross. 
1917. Just seven years later, in 1924, the course hosted the PGA Championship won by Walter Hagen. He beat Englishman James Barnes in the 36th and final hole of the two-round tournament and walked away with a grand prize of $6,830. The course has hosted LPGA championships and senior PGA events in the years since. Ross an expert groundskeeper and clubmaker is credited with laying the groundwork for the American golf industry. His architectural firm, Donald J. Ross and Associates, designed and redesigned 400 plus courses throughout North America between the early 1900s and the late 1940s. Ross is one of the few golf course architects to be admitted into the World Golf Hall of Fame. As a testament to his architectural brilliance, Donald Ross course designs account for 11 of Golf Digest's 100 greatest courses in the United States. After a $5 million restoration effort in 2005, the Hill Course was renamed the Donald Ross Course at French Lick. The Donald Ross Course allows golfers to step back in time and experience the game the way it was meant to be played. Built in 1917, this award-winning course designed by renowned architect Donald Ross maintains many elements of its classic design today. Among the trademark Ross features are 80 bunkers with flat bottoms and deep, gnarly faces, along with square, rectangular-shaped greens that severely undulate. 35 of these bunkers are original to the course that Ross designed in 1917. This par 70 course has been rated number two public course in Indiana by Golf Week every year since 2011. That feature wrapping up there, just so you know, you can log on to FrenchLick.com and get any and all the information that we've been sharing with you over the last couple of days. We're right back here again at the Donald Ross course tomorrow. Big 10 championship is coming up this weekend and we cannot wait for that to kick off. We'll be doing a broadcast dedicated to it on Thursday, and you can get all the information on that too by logging on to FrenchLick.com. Because here's the thing, if the best players in the world and at the collegiate level we're all aware of the skills that these players have, are going to come to the Pete Dye Golf Course and compete for a national title, uh, that's pretty important, a title for a league of the, of the stature of Big Ten. Uh, we can't wait to see it, and we're, we're going to dive into that in earnest coming up in the next couple of days. But today, we're diving into everything of a Donald Ross course. Uh, Lori Atsides is with me, and she is the head professional here. Nice to see you. Thank you for the hospitality. Oh, thanks for having me. She's got an incredible resume of her own. She won seven time on the Future Tour. She was a part of if, two different big breaks on Golf Channel, right? Yes. Kahana Pali and the Dominican Republic. You were in Hawaii? Oh, Yeah. How was that experience for you? You know, not just why, big uh, break. 19 days filming a golf show from sunup to sundown <laughs> into the evening hours. I said some clock in the morning. It was uh, it was challenging, but fun. Uh, definitely a good time. Now, why? How did you how did you guys film until one o'clock in the morning? So you do the show all day long. You have dinner. Then you go to hair and makeup and then you do interviews. That's where they get you to say whatever you want. Oh. They want you to say so that they can edit the show however they would like so did they try to make it seem like you would have beef with somebody oh well yeah i was uh i was known as um big break b <laughs> and you can take the b wherever you want to take it but uh, so they would have these late night interviews you guys are exhausted 
and they'd be like, what do you think of so-and-so's pre-shot routine? You're like, Absolutely. They assign one producer for every player. They record every word you say. And every day you sign a piece of paper saying they can use your words in any way they want to. So I remember one morning I didn't like the eggs or something, and I said something like, I don't like this. And then, of course, it was about somebody's shot. I didn't like their shot, right? Like, no, I didn't like the eggs. I liked the shot. I didn't like the eggs. Oh, now we get the inside story. So the inside scoop is your words can be used in many different ways. So after it aired, did you hear from (laughs) so-and-so that they were like, oh, you didn't like that shot? I was like, it was the scrambled eggs. I don't like runny eggs. We had watch parties on tour because the show aired while we were still playing on the tour. And we would have a watch party. I bet so that got uncomfortable. We had this big party, and Kim Welch, who won the big break, we're you know good friends. She's there, and she goes, "Lori, I'm so glad this episode's going to happen." I said, "Me too. I won't be the bee this time. You will." And sure enough, the show aired, and they twisted it all around. And Kim looked at me, and she said, "Sorry, dude. You're the bee." And I'm like, "Well, I got to live with it." This now, year. I was going to ask you about that living with it. Is it easier to just say, ah, to heck with it. it, it is what it is, and let it go? Or did you, like, meet people, and first thing you go is like, hey, 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 uh, that was edited. I didn't like the eggs. Well, when you show up uh, at a pro-am party, and you see everybody at the table going, that's that girl, and you know you that, that they you are, that you know, wondering if it's okay to talk to me, if I'm a nice person, or if I'm not a nice person, but... People mumbled about it, it in the same while you're in the same room. Yeah. So it's a little uncomfortable. But then again, I could be getting gas or shopping at Kohl's, and people would come up and say, "Hey, aren't you Big Break, Lori? Can I have a picture with you?" See? And I'm like, "Sure, no problem." I think you should own it. I yeah. think you should so walk walk in the room. You like, ended up having to down. own it, and it was fun. I I enjoyed it, but a lot of the other girls had a hard time with some of so it. So the second show you did after you knew the way that they could twist your quotes. Did you change your presentation at all? Now not that you at were all. Ve- oh. Not at all. I was still myself. But the next one was a team event. Gals first guys. Oh. So because it's of that, I was like the mom and the the leader of the pack. So I got portrayed just how I was. Nice. Oh, well, see, everything works out everything in the end. Talking about it all working out in the end, you are the first <laughs> ever female head professional here at this Donald Ross golf course. And there are not many female head professionals anywhere around the USA. So on a serious note to that, first of all, congratulations, I think is awesome. How important do you think it is at large for females that are interested in going in the green grass side, the club side of the business to be able to look at you and be inspired to say, I can do that too. I mean, it's pretty cool to be in my shoes, I guess, because I always dreamed big and knew that I would do big things. It kind of fell into my path. But, you know, looking back, there's a lot of people that haven't had the opportunity. So to open up opportunities for females, I think, is um, it's a great thing for all of us because the guys like coming in and having the girls pick out their shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Lori picked this out for me this morning to tell you. She was like, what color? I'm like, "Uh." I don't know. <laughs> so she this blue one, which I thank you for very, very much. And I, I agree with you. I think it's really cool. And I hope everybody embraces it, uh, that they can look to you as inspiration and say that this is something that obviously can happen, should happen. 
uh, the quality of a person's ability to do the job should be based upon the way that they do their job. And you obviously do that extremely well indeed. So well, uh, very cool. And it's very cool to be here with you. Now, where we are, this Donald Ross golf course, when you knew that you had a chance to be the head professional here at such a historic place, how much did that alone fire you up? Uh, there was no hesitation in my response. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been managing the golf course for another company, and uh, I had moved with that company to Texas. And Texas is the first place I've ever been in in my life where I wasn't near family or friends. And I lost my mom in September. And when I'm I sorry, went home, yeah. I realized I was too far away from home. And, uh, you know, coming and playing on the Legends Tour at the Pete Dye and driving up that path and seeing the place and meeting the people here everywhere i've played on tour in 27 countries it was about the people so the people always made the place so when the people asked me if i would come here the place was already great but it was the people that i came here for so i immediately um, said yes i moved one month later i spent two months living in the hotel which was a great experience to see you know the back end of things which hotel the french lick springs okay and uh, waited for a, a living opportunity. And don't you know, I, um, I'm living in a house one mile from here, which oh. might be too close, but the town's <laughs> only three miles. So um, it's just, it, everything just worked out. And I told somebody, I think it's pretty funny that I got a phone call the other day and said, hey, is it okay if I stop by? And I'm like, someone's going to stop by my house. I'm like, well, that hasn't it's happened a small in a long town. time. Yeah. So it just... They, the town embraced me. The people embraced me. The did you did you say okay? Did you go all big break glory on him? Like, no, no, of course. It was come on over. I'll make you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Don't ask for any eggs, though. There's no eggs in her whole house. I like to cook and I like to uh, be around people, and 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 this town has embraced me to that. Um, just like family, my sister's two uh, hours away in Nashville. I went there for Christmas. Oh, very cool. I haven't gone to her house in 20 years and uh, a family nice. in Ohio and my dad is in upstate. So I am near my family. I'm with the new family and my life really can't get much better. So if someone and any, everyone is welcome, stops by your house for, for a cup of coffee or a better libation. And they, we were sitting at a table and I said, Lori, tell me about the Donald Ross. I hadn't seen before. Tell me about the Donald Ross course. What would the answer be? One of the hardest golf courses I've ever played. I mean, 27 countries. I've played a lot of Ross courses. But this one is a little bit more challenging for me being a visual player. 16 greens elevated. So yeah. it's, you know, it comes down to memory. And as I get older, my memory is fading. So I can't remember all the breaks in the greens to know where to hit my ball all the time. So it is the most challenging out of all the Donald Ross courses I have played. So, I mean, the greens are always going to be fantastic and fast and difficult. But just the terrain, um, managing it is is by far one of the greatest treats. When you're inside of this historic little clubhouse that is so cute and you're surrounded by the photos, I mean, literally where I'm looking, I'm looking at the likes of Walter Hagen and company from their victory, at the his victory at the PGA Championship here. What is that? in and of itself like for you to be surrounded by so much history in, in, in a museum? Yeah, it's, like I said, the first thing you see when you walk in the door is a display case of trophies and all the achievements of past uh, events and pros. And it's hard to put it into words because you feel like you are coming to a museum every day and you learn something a little bit new every day. Like 
I was struggling trying to find a place to live and they said the monk lived upstairs in the attic and I said well maybe I should go live upstairs in the attic where the monk lived and maybe I'll figure out another path of life but you know it's just Amen. all those kind of things you find out every day you come here something else. Well, don't leave it hanging did you ever go up there to check it out? Well I had to go up and clean it <laughs> so I, could, I could stay there. <laughs> fair enough that is very fair. You enough. know I, I, I know there's a plaque on the golf course uh, so I'm learning all the the nuances and all the little things about uh, all the past here and I was never into history much when I was in school, but now I'm more into history than I've ever You're been. You're living history am, right yeah. here with all of it, the ghostly monk upstairs Walking and all the Walking through the hotels and doing the tours and learning about everything that, you know, from West Baden to French Lick to, to Donald Ross to the Pete Dye. I mean, it's never ending. I'm trying to figure out why the monk would live upstairs above a Donald Ross golf course. Why not? Look at the view. That's a good point. That is, that is a very good point to amen to that. That's right. So are you having fun? I'm I'm having the time of my life. I, I tell everybody I've uh, how's the French lick? They say it's like it's a dream job. It's my my dream has come true. Well, our dream has come true too because we are here at the Donald Ross course. We're going to be playing it today. From the words that you've said so far, the sense that I get is hit an extra club. Well, that gets a little tricky. You want to get on the green, so yes, but you want to be below the pin. Tricky part. You really didn't help me with that answer. <laughs> I'll come out and coach you. All right. And you can come here too. Just log on to FrenchLick.com and you can get all your details sorted and in store. Like I told you, this place is really cool to hang out. When we opened the show, we showed you Al Capone's bar right behind Dominic. And anything that you want, you can get here. But I'm understanding you don't recommend the eggs. Well, biscuit sandwich. A biscuit sandwich at that. Laurie, great to see you. Nice Congrats to see you. with Thank the position. You. We're super excited for you. Uh, we appreciate the hospitality as ever. And once again, folks, don't forget FrenchLick.com for more information on how to you can immerse yourself in this museum of golf that is this Donald Ross course that we cannot wait to tee it up on in just a little while. More coming up in the Fairways of Life show after this. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boynegolf.com. I guess, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Premium golf equipment doesn't have to be expensive. At Ben Hogan Golf, we design and custom build our clubs and sell them directly to you. And you can try any club for just 25 bucks at benhogangolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway. 
Taylor me Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana and Golf Week's best you can play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's best you can play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. We're looking down on that right now, folks. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Tuesday. We're here all week at the French Lick Resort, and we're going to stay right through to the beginning of the Big Ten Championship, which you can feel it starting to build. They've already got all the school flags up. A lot of the signage on the Pete Dye course is also going up for an event, as you can imagine, of that stature. Let's talk about some events of stature coming up this week that you can watch how, when, and where you can get your tour coverage. It's the Mexico Open on Golf Channel. We have it for you on Thursday and Friday starting from 3.30 p.m. All these times are Eastern. On the weekend, it's split between us and CBS. Golf Channel at 1 p.m., CBS at 3 p.m. PGA Tour Live on ESPN+. Plus. Remember, there are four separate streams. It starts Thursday and Friday at 8.45 a.m., Saturday and Sunday. The coverage begins at 8.30 a.m. On the LPGA Tour, the Palos Verdes Championship, that will be from 6.30 p.m. on Golf Channel on Thursday and Friday from 6 p.m. on Saturday and on Sunday. The PGA Tour Champions, this report brought to you by Tour Edge. Long on to touredge.com, pound for pound, the best value and performance in the game. The Insperity Invitational starts Friday at noon Eastern time, Saturday and Sunday at 3 p.m. All of those rounds will be on Golf Channel. We are going to go out and tee it up right here on the Donna Ross Golf Course. Cannot wait. We'll be back here again tomorrow with more of all that we have taken in, and we have taken in a lot. It has been an amazing trip, as it always is, when we're here at French Lick. You can make it an amazing trip for you, your friends, your family, your buddies, whatever it is, whatever group you want to get away with. There is some availability in May and June at the resort. After that, it starts to get pretty tight for good reason. FrenchLick.com, log on today and get more information. We will be back with you again tomorrow. Until then, goodbye for now. Sure.